every single woman I know and every woman that I work with benefits from regular gentle reminders to pause and name what we're doing well all the ways that we can be proud of ourselves all the ways that we've shown up for people and all the hard things we've accomplished or the challenges that we've met before just diving right back into the doing, loving, serving, planning, worrying, etc. Welcome back. I've taken a bit of a break, a bit of a longer break than planned because I have had COVID. I may still be a little coffee on this episode, but I wanted to show up imperfectly as always and connect with you um, for the new year. So I'm Krista, founder of alifeinprogress.ca and rebrandingmiddleage.com, and I offer my work as a writer, grief and trauma-informed mind-body coach, and joyful living educator. <clears throat> my work is for freedom seekers, truth-tellers, and stubborn questioners, highly sensitive souls, slow movers, and non-hustlers, the anxious, grieving, weary, and healing, reforming people-pleasers, perfectionists, performers, and peacekeepers, and otherwise brave, messy, and curious humans ready to quiet the conditioning and noise to reclaim freedom, wholeness, and joy. So this year was a bit of a doozy for me, <clears throat> probably was for many of you too. One of those years where it was just like one thing after the other, um, no crises, but just hard to catch your breath kind of thing. You know, lots of challenges, lots of anxiety, lots of good stuff thrown in there too. And because I'm always trying to figure out, you know, how to do better, you know, what's the system, what's the boundary that I need for my work to feel more soul honoring or to better serve my community, for instance, or to, you know, take good care of my relationships, which I feel like I'm not always doing well and so on. So I tend to be a person who's often thinking forward and, you know, planning, visioning, um, trying to manage my energy and my time really well so that I can keep showing up to the things that matter to me. And I know for myself, it's powerful when I have regular checkpoints in my life that invite me, they don't force me, but they're so built into my life that it's this push or nudge that is effective for me and invites me to sit my butt down to pause and notice, and that often has a component of looking back, whether I'm looking back over the year, which I've recently done, <clears throat> kind of a year in review, or looking back at the previous week, or looking back at maybe a challenging social interaction, or something else that has been happening, maybe a pattern I'm noticing in my life or myself, and witnessing my strength, my wisdom, my bravery, 
seeing how I'm doing well, seeing how I've been consistently showing up, for instance, and being proud of myself, acknowledging all of my hard work before I tell myself what I could be doing better. So that's what I want to chat about today um, is being kind to ourselves, being, um, that's not the title. <laughs> I'll get to the title. Um, I'll probably figure it out when I'm uploading it. Um, but essentially acknowledging all of our hard and brave work so that we can keep showing up and in a way that is rooted in self-compassion. I have a quote that I would like to share with you. I found it last week on Instagram and I'll share it in the, um, not in the show notes, but on the episode page on my website at lifeinprogress.ca. Um, it simply reads, the version of you that carried you through this year somehow, thank her with gratitude before you tell her what she can do better in 2024. And that's by um, Shock Wills on Instagram. And again, you'll, you'll see that, the credit in the picture. But isn't that a beautiful thought, a beautiful reminder? I'm going to read it again. The version of you that carried you through this year somehow, thank her with gratitude before you tell her what she can do better in 2024. So, yeah, so I guess just, um, I have four points written down um, kind of roughly. One is simply that I have 17 prompts for you. Um, they are reflection or journaling prompts and they are, I'm just gonna peek at them right now. <clears throat> They're not really about looking back, but they are a way of checking in and deepening your roots of self-awareness and self-compassion before you take imperfect action in your life and, and kind of move forward in this new year. So I'll share those with you again on my the blog post for this episode. So I, I touched on the year in review, and I want to come back to that for a minute because I think it's actually a very powerful, impactful practice. I have no doubt that you've heard this idea in some form many times, perhaps over the years. <coughs> but the idea is generally that we look back and we, or the way I do it at least, is I look back because I, I have agendas that I take notes in and I work from diligently. This is um, easier for me in this regard. So um, but one way or another, we look back and we look for the highs and the lows or the significant events or experiences or learning points from the previous year. I take rough notes, um, like just point form, and a picture begins to emerge it's so interesting because, I mean, hey, I'm here living in this body, in this life. I was present through all of this. But my goodness, like there's so many things I forget. And I forget to acknowledge for myself. Because like I said, like I was just busy getting through it, right? Or 
figuring out what's the next move? What is the next need? Um, how do I take good care of myself amongst these challenges, etc.? And I need a breather so I can almost like synthesize and really embody the truths that I have gleaned over the past years and put them into, into practice in my life if I haven't yet. Or allow certain things to kind of sink in more deeply. Like a lot of times we have head knowledge and that is not the same as deeper embodied truth. Things that like belong to us. They are ours now. They kind of live in our bones now. And so this is an opportunity for me to look back. And as I take notes of the year past, I will also pull some of the quotes I've highlighted or the thoughts, like I'm always capturing thoughts or ideas like that give me courage in the moment or remind me of a truth that I need or, you know, encourage me in some capacity. And so whatever jumps out at me, I'll also write those down as part of this review. It is not an exercise only though in you know, witnessing the journey. But again, it's really, for me, the most impactful part of it is about the kindness, the, the way that I take some time to be proud of myself, even like even and or maybe especially in all the hard things along the way, I don't always give myself credit. And again, I'm not, I'm speaking from my own experience, but I know that this is a common experience. You know, I know that many of you also struggle with really acknowledging all of your gifting and wisdom and strength and courage or being proud of yourself and not only seeing the places where you feel like you're falling short or you feel like you could do better. So looking back and, and really seeing how I didn't quit when things were hard, how I kept pivoting as needed. I, you know, I not only met certain goals, but I surpassed them in some cases or, um, you know, just, or things that I wasn't even expecting that I learned and it was part of my growth edge Anyway, so when I do this, it is part of this, you know, it speaks to that quote that I read of you, I get to thank myself to express gratitude for all of the ways that I keep showing up to take care of myself, to love other people, to try to offer my work in a meaningful way, etc., so I touched on this, but I want to also spend a little bit more time here. And that is that we need regular checkpoints to do this truth-telling work. Um, and so, and to be able to, you know, slow down and do that truth-telling or reflection, to pivot where needed, to express gratitude, to be proud of ourselves. Um, part of that could be you know, when we feel like something is, there's this chronic anxiety or something's really bothering us, or it could be kind of ruminating on a way that, on something that feels negative or uh, difficult. 
this can be an opportunity to filter that particular issue or need through our core values. I'm not going to spend too much time explaining that, but basically briefly, like I will take something that's really bothering me. It's causing me maybe a lot of stress or eating up a lot of my me mental energy. And I'll sit down with it and say, okay, what's going on? You know, this is the situation. And then I write down my core values and I look at each one as the lens, like how am I, what, how do I say this? Like that's the lens through which I view the issue or the need. So what I'm looking for is, am I walking out this value in this situation? If I'm not, what's needed? And as I do, you know, the process of this helps me often release a lot of that burden that I'm carrying because I see, hey, I'm walking out my values here. Is it a perfect situation? No. You know, in many cases, I'm not even in control of it. Like, you know, a lot of the suffering in the world, a lot of the pain in the world. Are there ways I can take action according to my values? Yes. Great. So then I can acknowledge that I am doing the things I know how to do um, within my capacity. And it again, it can help me release that anxiety or burden and, and just keep living. Um, another example could be like I had kind of mentioned after a social interaction. So in the past, for instance, I was sometimes like I'm a hermit, first of all, and I... And then sometimes, you know, I would go into these social situations. It could even be a doctor's appointment. And I would fawn or notice an old pattern of, um, and again, this hasn't been recent, but it was a significant for me in, in my 40s where I was trying to relearn this pattern and stop self-abandoning. So I would notice maybe that I would mask or I would almost be a slightly different version of me in that social setting. And, um, and I didn't like that. I don't want to live like that. So if that was sort of hanging over me or causing this internal, I don't know, angst or anxiety or something, I could sit down at one of my checkpoints and work through that. You know, what happened? Was there something, a point of activation that kind of made me flip into that old pattern what could I do differently next time but also bring compassion to my experience um and be like super kind like I'm learning I'm growing I'm in progress and that kindness and self or like self-kindness is a component of self-compassion but that is the root that's one of the roots that allows me to keep showing up in a healthy, integrated, values-aligned way. So I need to keep watering that root of self-compassion over and over and over and over. So these checkpoints can be at the end of the day. In one of my very first episodes, I shared, I believe, my 3-2-1 practice. So very briefly, at the end of my days, I expressed gratitude for three things from my life today two things I did well today, one thing I could do differently next time. So that's a daily checkpoint. At the end of my week, usually on the weekend, I take some time, I look back at the week, I look forward at the week to come. But again, that's also that time where if there's anything unsettled in me, 
Now's the time to acknowledge it. And also now is the time to notice any place that I'm living in self-judgment or my inner critic is noisy so that I can also resolve that and step into the new week in a more soul honoring way. And when I say a soul honoring way, it really does mean like walking in my values. Yes. And in self-compassion, um, also in self-awareness, but also in my strength and courage. I'm not wasting energy beating myself up for something or worrying about something without any, you know, um, meaningful effort to resolve that thing. Okay, so then at the end of my month, I do the same at the quarter at my seasonal checkpoint, and then twice a year, I do some visioning work. So it may sound like a lot. Admittedly, it takes time. And one of the issues I see in this very, this hustle culture, this very hurried, urgent way of being in the world and in our bodies and lives um, is that we, the, the to-do list is long and never ending. And so our brain tells us, I don't have time to slow down and do this type of work. So we're just always spinning our wheels. But if we would allow ourselves these times to pause, breathe, check in, listen to what we hear and do some of the sifting, we the to-do list maybe hasn't changed, although often that is the place where our inner wisdom has an opportunity to speak to us. That's where we hear the wisdom from within. Um, and, so, and often that resolves a lot of the you know, issues in our lives. But also, whatever we're going to face tomorrow, we meet it with resilience. So any time that we spend in this type of work of acknowledging our strengths and our courage and be kind to ourselves, um, you know, what everything I've talked about, it actually saves a whole lot of energy um, moving forward. One final thought here is that who we hang around with matters. Community matters. Healthy relationships matter. And, I, and I'm not even talking here about quantity of time, right? Like I'm a strong introvert. I love solitude. I crave it. I need it to thrive. Um, I don't have a need for as much social engagement as some people, but that doesn't mean I don't need any. And I'm also super conscious of who I spend my time with is having an influence on me. So the people I listen to through, you know, media, podcasts, or my social feeds, whatever, um, they're impacting me. Do I want to be more like them? Do I respect them? It doesn't mean I want to be them, but I might admire or respect the way that they show up to life or work. For instance, um, you know, the, the, the people that I allow into my inner circles are, is it reciprocal and safe and healthy? Are we cheerleading for each other? Is there a lot of jealousy or something like that? That's very problematic. Um, do we see the best in each other? Do we spur each other onward, etc.? Um, you know, all of that matters. So if you are constantly spending time with people who are bullying themselves, who only see their, you know, their struggles and who can never see 
anything other, you know, who maybe are spinning in a, in a cycle of negativity without any action towards something else or people who, you know, are just not kind or they don't reflect your values, that's spilling over and not serving you. So the people, the community you choose, and in particular, the inner circles of your circle of impact, I would be really, really wise and boundaried about that, about those people. And then, by the way, when one of your closest friends or the women in your circle or the people, the humans in your circle, if you hear them, you know, you catch them saying something unkind to themselves, you can remind them, hey, like, don't talk to my friend that way. You know, you can be that kind voice or lift them up when they need that extra encouragement. And hopefully they also do that for you. So I'm going to wrap up here. Um, this format may completely change moving forward. I'm not loving it, but this is where I am right now. I just had chose to, you know, I just dove on in and I've been doing the best I can with my limited capacity. But um, so just letting you know. Anyway, what I'm enjoying these days has been um, just putting some extra love into the plants in my home. I have neglected my plants for years and years and years. And um, they would either live or die <laughs> with the, all of the neglect. But I do love plants. I love rocks. I love plants. I um, and just lately, I've noticed that, oh, I have some extra energy and I want to put it here because it just brings me so much joy. It's a connection to nature. It improves my mental health, kind of tending and digging in the dirt. And it's interesting. I did not expect this, but my third babe left home this fall for university and this sort of mothering tending instinct um, kind of came up and needed a place to put some energy in a new way. Again, I didn't expect that. I was just expecting like, hurrah, yay, empty nest, more time for me. So that was interesting. But so anyways, um, I've been taking care of my plants in a new way, learning more about them, doing a better job of actually, you know, helping them thrive and so on. And that has been bringing me a lot of joy. In terms of imperfect action, you know, I'm offering you these 17 prompts. I've talked about a year in review if you haven't done that, or just sitting down and building some kind of regular checkpoint into your day or your life where you are being proud of yourself. You're acknowledging the things that you are doing well. And I'm going to end with that quote one more time, though, because this could be the, the lowest hanging fruit, perhaps. The version of you that carried you through this year somehow, thank her with gratitude before you tell her what she can do better in 2024. So just even taking a moment right after this episode to thank yourself for all of your hard work, all the ways that you show up with courage, all the ways you love, you persist, you forgive, whatever it is, um, just take that moment to thank yourself to shower yourself with a little bit of extra love and kindness. All right. Um, so my B&B, &B, my Brave and Beautiful Community Winter Session begins on January 15th. We have a fair bit of space for new members. 
Um, there's been a significant turnover where some of the women who started with me from the very start, like four years ago, five years ago, are ready to move on, which is a beautiful thing, but it opens up space for some new members. Um, let's see. So January 12th is the last day for you to join. You can book a free chat with me on Zoom. I think the 11th is the last day that's available. I've sprinkled in some time slots in the next couple of weeks. Um, if you want some help to figure out, like, is this a good fit or not? Also, at the top of my page for the BNB community, you'll notice you can download what I call a growth path, the Brave and Beautiful Community Growth Path, and it can help you gauge where you land on the growth path and if you're in one of the steps that makes sense for you to join this community. All right, um, I share more on that page about some of the topics we're talking about. Um, we're talking about home, building safe and um, healthy home inside of ourselves, in our environment, doing grounding practices, nervous system work. Um, yeah, and you can learn more on that page. Or just email me, krista at alifeinprogress.ca if you have a question. Okay, not quite certain yet when I'm starting the next season of the podcast. I need to get healthy and then I will come back and keep chatting with you. Um, and until then, make peace with messiness to make space for joy. Take care.